Hello and welcome to the Wormhole Podcast. We are a podcast covering all topics from strange, unknown, true crimes, alien conspiracies. I'm a big time pothead. I like to fucking talk about crazy shit. And I got a bunch of buddies that like to talk about crazy shit too. And I said, hey, you know what? Why don't we make a podcast? What's the worst that can happen? I'm really just kind of testing out my equipment, testing out these apps to make new podcasts. Like I said, this is the first time I'm doing this. You know, I recently got a job where I listened to a lot of podcasts and I was interested in doing a podcast. So I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to do a fucking podcast. So here we are. The Wormhole. Today's episode is going to be about the Dogons of Mali. And the Dogons of Mali, the Dogons, mind you, are a tribe of Africans right outside of Timbuktu, Mali. Um, The crazy story about these people are, long story short, we'll get into the gist of it, but long story short, the Dogons... Um, they had some ritual masks that w- when, when you think of the Sirius system, you think of the, the, the brightest star in the sky, that's Sirius A. Sirius A, you can see. Sirius B, you cannot see. There's another star called Sirius C, you can't see that either. You need telescopes to see that. Long story short, you need telescopes to see those, okay? These people have ritual masks. Ritual masks where the entire system is depicted on this mask. The people say, hey, you see those stars? They don't know they're fucking called Sirius, but they say, hey, you see those stars up there? Those, those, those people came down to us and told us about the other two stars and they told them about their fucking proximity they told them about the density of the stars how would you even know that the the fact that they were white we'll get into the story i'm sorry i feel so passionately about this um when i was in college this was actually one of my uh, i had an intro to speech program that i took and uh in the intro speech class she had wanted me to present a, a presentation, present a presentation, God, I'm a fucking idiot, I'm sorry, I smoke a lot, um, <clears throat> I presented a presentation, <laughs> uh, trying to convince her of something, I got to chose the topic, so I was like, well, hey, let's get into Ancient Aliens, and this was before Ancient Aliens was a show, or a show that I have seen, um, But yes, so let's delve into it a little bit. In Mali, West Africa, lives a tribe of people called the Dogon. The Dogon are believed to be of Egyptian descent, and their astronomical lore goes back thousands of years to 3200 BC, 
According to their traditions, the star Sirius has a companion star which is invisible to the human eye. This companion star has a 50-year elliptical orbit around the visible Sirius and is extremely heavy. It also rotates on its axis. This legend might be of little interest to anybody but the two French... Sorry for that brief hiccup. As I was saying, this companion star has a 50-year elliptical orbit around the visible Sirius and is extremely heavy. It also rotates on its axis. This legend might be of little interest to anybody but two French anthropologists, Marcel Grayoul and Germain de Tlierne, who recorded it from four Dogen priests in the 1930s. Of little interest, except that it's exactly true. How did a people who lacked any kind of astronomical devices know so much about an invisible star? The star, which scientists call Sirius B. Wasn't even photographed until it was done by a large telescope in 1970. The Dogen stories explain that also. According to their oral traditions, a race of people from the Sirius system called the Namos visited Earth thousands of years ago. The Namos were ugly amphibious beings that resembled mermen and mermaids. They also appear in Babylonian, Akkadian, and Sumerian myths. The Egyptian goddess Isis, who is also depicted as a mermaid, is also linked with the star Sirius. The Namos, according to the Dogen legend, lived on a planet that orbits another star in the Sirius system. They landed on Earth in an arc that made a spinning descent to the ground with great noise and wind. It was the Namos that gave the Dogen the knowledge about Sirius B. The legend goes on to say the Namos also furnished the Dogans with some interesting information about our own solar system. That the planet Jupiter has four major moons, and that Saturn has rings, and the planets orbit around the sun. These were all facts discovered by Westerners only after Galileo invented the telescope. <clears throat> The story of the Dogen and the legend was brought to popular attention by Robert K.G. Temple in a book published in 1977 called The Serious Mystery. Science writer Ian Ridpath and astronomer called astronomer <laughs> astronomer Carl Sagan made a reply to Temple's book suggesting that this modern knowledge about Sirius must have come from Westerners who discussed astronomy with the Dogen priests. The priests then included that this new information in their older traditions. This in turn misled the anthropologists. This is a possibility considering Sirius B's existence was suspected as early as 1844 and was seen was through a telescope. It seems through. Wow, these people are just excellent editors. It was seen through a telescope in 1862. It doesn't seem to explain a 400 year old Dorgan artifact. 
that apparently depicts the serious configuration nor the ceremonies held by the Dogen since the 13th century to celebrate the cycle of Sirius A and B. It also doesn't explain how the Dogens knew about the super density of Sirius B, a fact only discovered a few years before the anthropologist recorded the Dogen stories. It is also important to remember that although many parts of the Dogen legends seem to ring true, other portions are clearly mistaken. One of the Dogen's beliefs is that Sirius B occupied the place where the sun is now. Physics clearly prohibits this. Also, if the Dogen believe that Sirius B orbits Sirius A every 50 years, why do they hold their celebrations every 60 years? Sirius A is the brightest star in our sky and can be easily seen in the winter months in the northern hemisphere. Look for the constellation Orion. Orion's belt are just three bright stars in a row. Orion. It's Orion. I'm fucking an idiot. I'm sorry, people. Next time I won't be reading. Next time I'll be communicating with a guest. This is kind of putting me on the spot. As I said, this is more of a test of our audio. This isn't necessarily... Um, I probably shouldn't say this is episode one. I just wanted to have some kind of a content that I put into the episode. So, um, forgive me for... It's sucking. We'll just say that. Sirius A is the brightest star in our sky. and can be seen... In the winter months in the northern hemisphere look for the constellation orion orion's belt are the three bright stars in a row follow an imaginary line through the three stars to sirius which is just above the horizon it is bluish in color sirius is only 8.6 light years from earth astronomer w bessel was the first to suspect that Sirius had an invisible companion when he observed that the path was of the star wobbled. In the 1920s, it was discerned that Sirius B, the companion of Sirius, was a white dwarf star. The pull of its gravity caused Sirius's wavy movement. White dwarfs are small, dense scars that burn dimly. Sirius B is, in fact, smaller than the planet Earth. One teaspoon of Sirius B is so dense that it weighs five tons. That's one teaspoon. That's incredible. So, did alien fishmen pay a visit to ancient Earth and give Dogon their knowledge? Or was the Dogon's culture contaminated by Western visitors? Or could the Dogon have had ancient technical or non-technical means to find this information out? Or is the whole thing just a big matter of coincidence? The question may be settled as larger and more powerful telescopes take a look at the Sirius system. According to the legend, that there's a third star, Sirius C, and it is around Sirius C that the home planet of the Namos orbits. Most scientists do not consider any part of the Sirius system a prime candidate for life, though. But, who knows? When Temple issued his first book in the 1970s, there was no solid evidence of Sirius C. 
1995, however, two French researchers, Daniel Benest and J.L. Duvent, authored an article in the prestigious journal Astronomy and Astrophysics with the title, Is Sirius a Triple Star? and suggested, based on observations and motions in the Sirius system, that there is a small third star there. They thought the star was probably of a type known as a red dwarf and only had about 0.5 of the mass of Sirius B. It hasn't been completely proven. But you read into this information how you will. Has this home star of the Namos been discovered or is this another strange coincidence? Who knows? But now we have something to fucking research in the middle of the night when we're high as shit and we're laying in bed and I can't quite fucking sleep but my mind is wandering to weird places so I'm gonna google it <clears throat> and that is essentially what we'll be doing every episode we are gonna go into topics I would love love to have my listeners you know um, give me give me a topic to research give me a topic for me and the boys to research we would love to like just find new things to talk about like pick each other's brains everybody wants that perspective in life you wanna you wanna gain someone else's perspective and uh, that's what we're here for that's why we let you know you listeners into our lives and um, so I once again want to thank you for listening to the quote unquote first episode of the wormhole podcast <laughs>